evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 343 of the Champ One Chance and Usually Alex podcast. Alex is not here through no fault of his own, and I do have an important, if somber, statement from Alex. Chance, if you please. <clears throat> to my dearest podcast cohorts, Jim and David. I write to you in Gmail, as did our pioneer forefathers, as I am without internet, and am now wholly reliant on the flickering embers of my cell signal. The soothing violin solos of Ken Burns' Civil War warbles from my old PS4's Blu-ray player, as I write to you. It resembles my mood as I was looking forward to our weekly conversation. This evening in particular, as I had just recently had the pleasure of Jim's physical company at our traditional Batch Weekend Rager. Sadly, I was not able to rage as much as I would have liked. Shunning breakfast and trying to make it up with lunch after copious amounts of inebriates made the rest of Saturday evening untenable for myself. I apologize and owe Jim another night out in my favorite city in America, Asheville, North Carolina. (laughs) The hour grows late, and although the alert for my area has departed, sadly my disconnection has remained and I will not be able to join you. I'll leave you with my thoughts on Father and Lad 2. It's exactly what I expected it to be, and yet so much more than I thought they could pull off. It reuses pretty much every square inch of the first game, Alex, I disagree, and miraculously gets away with it. The puzzles stop me long enough so I don't mind them, and the combat never stops giving you new stuff to experiment with. The cast is huge, and everyone is pulling their weight, with even Freya eventually. Whoever cast Richard Schiff as a shady politician spin on Odin needs a raise. Blew me away every scene. I don't know where it ends, and I can't wait to find out and run through it all, all again. Thank you for your time, gentlemen. Hopefully, I will be able to join you in the 21st century next week. So, open spoilers for probably the first 20 hours of God of War is my guess. Uh... I hate to say that, but if I do say that, I'm going to have to give you gameplay spoilers that I don't think you've dealt with yet. Uh, well, all right, has, again, has, Sindri, has Sindri obtained a ring? Has Sindri dropped into a well and gotten a ring? No. Then, okay, I will not spoil that. Maybe 15 hours then? It's so I, cool. I, so, where I left off, and Alex is right about 99% of that. I, I don't, I'm not seeing the reuse of... Of stuff. I mean, his, Kratos' his house is the same, but all the other areas. Yeah. I mean, yes, you go, you visit the, um, oh, what is the name of the giant snake? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, but that's a whole, but the, a, the, the the lake was never frozen in the first game. It no, changes it wasn't. everything. It's, it's, you go there where you've been before, but it is, but and yes, the whole, the Niflheim is, is there, but again, it's it's not the same area. It looks completely different. Yeah, I, I disagree Be, with because any complaint about reusing Approaching of Ragnarok. Like, even if there were a couple of those, like, Draugr guys, I'm sure there are, but yeah. I didn't notice them being, like, offensively the same ones from the first game. No, you fight the same one a couple of times. Every time you find a Draugr hole, that one comes out, the dual-wielding one comes out. Hmm. And yeah, he but... keeps saying it's the same one, which is the point. You're, oh, you're, you're moving towards something. I guess that's true. But, uh, yeah, okay, so God of War Ragnarok is continues surprisingly... As I've put probably more than 20 hours into it at this point, like, maybe closer to 30, just really fucking good at every turn. It is. Um, I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> There's partly, like, I was like, oh, another another of Sony's impeccable AAAs. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> no, it's actually that good. What are you going to do about it? So, if I, if I may leverage, 
it's not even a complaint. It's more of an observation and, and maybe a uh, checking my expectations. The first game was dad and boy mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. This one, you play as Kratos for a while. You play as mm-hmm. Kratos and Atreus for a while. And then you play as Atreus by himself. Do you and then you play get... as Atreus with, with, with Sindri. And now I am now Kratos and Freya. And But the story is the story of father and son. And part of the story of father and son is the people they are apart. And allowing a child to be more than just the person who tags along with his dad. It's, um, it's, that's true, but part of it's heartbreaking because in the, the first time you go to the desert and you do the optional area where, where Atreus hears the wounded animal. And Atreus keeps asking, ask Dad, why do you want to do this? Father, why are we doing this? And, and Kratos is like, because we are. And eventually, Kratos doesn't say it, but Mimir does. Maybe he just wants to spend time with you. Yeah, and Kratos doesn't, doesn't correct No, him. he just grunts. He just grunts in agreement at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Um, so that's... Th- yeah, this is definitely an evolved Kratos from even where he was in the last game. In the last game, he was b- bitching every time Atreus wanted to help somebody. And this Kratos is like, maybe we can do some good here. He doesn't say yeah. it like that, but he he is trying to make he's trying to make the choices that he thinks his wife would be happy with, really consciously in this one. Freya calls him the god of few words. <laughs> That's <was> pretty funny. <laughs> um, the only thing I'll say about about the guy uh, voice acting Kratos, Christopher Judge, I want to say. Didn't um, he have... He was sick, wasn't he? His, what, his, the voice every, sounds different than last every, every now and then, you get the sense that he was doing this like mid-COVID because Kratos just oh, yeah. croaks. Sometimes. Yeah. Very rarely. And speaking of uneven performances, my, my primary complaint about God of War 2018 was the voice actor doing Freya. I yes. felt like she was obviously a really well-trained actor, but a well-trained theater actor who was doing a completely tonally different thing from everyone else in the cast. But yeah. shit out of me. In this, in God of War Ragnarok, she starts off doing that. For like the first, you know, probably two or three hours you're around Freya, she's still doing this overpronounced and slow way of speaking, which no one else in the cast does. And then at some point, it's like she just spent so much time with the rest of the cast she starts letting Freya talk like a normal person yeah, and actually have, actually begins to act. She really gets better. She gets way better over the course of the game. It's like, it's like the girl from control where she starts oh, off yeah, pretty yeah, weak yeah. and then just gets better and better and better. The more time she spends in the studio. So the, the last thing I did, I am, I have revisited, I am with Freya now. And again, read listeners, open spoilers for the first probably 15, 20 hours. That's, this mm-hmm. is how it's going to be. Um, I am. I have returned to the desert with Freya, and rescued the second sky jellyfish. Yeah, which is cool. It was very cool. Not as cool as the giant whale, but still pretty cool. And killed the Drake, and he was a motherfucker. Uh, man, did you go? Did you meet the librarian before the podcast today? At least no, no. So the li- I'm guessing the librarian is in the. A, there's actually a side quest in a corner that I haven't done yet. I'm guessing the librarian's over there because there's, yeah, there's an elven structure I haven't gone into. Just ride around the desert anywhere there's a question mark. Go there. Yeah, do that yeah. shit. There's no, also... I did that. I just I wanted to clear the sands first, so I rescued the, the jellyfish, and now I'm going back through and we're going to redo it all. There's also a cool, um, uh, like elemental ice elemental mini boss that's completely different from those soul eaters from the first game. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's like a whirling thing of ice crystals flinging around a, uh, a rune ball. It's really neat. So the, the Drake pissed me off. Do you know okay. what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, the, yeah I remember. the giant door and the Drake comes out? Yeah. I Whoa. got him down to like no, half is, is his this last the, Is this the guy with four legs or is this like the big serpent thing? No, he's the guy with four legs. Oh, okay, yeah, that guy. Oh, he wasn't... Yeah, yeah I got yeah, him okay. down to like half of his last bar like five times and he would just go nuts and kill me. I'm like, God damn it. I was he was just, bad. I was just dealing with the same thing with one of these things. I think it's called a berserker. And it's the third one I've killed. And it probably took me two nights to kill this thing. Because I remember meeting him, I think, two nights ago. And then last night, I cleared the rest of the area I was in and went back to this fight and lost to him. And I, when I say lost, I got him to within like a half a centimeter of death. Oh. And then he hits me with like a shock thing that freezes me. And then he comes in and hits me with two punches that yeah. I wasn't able to mash myself out of the shock fast enough. And I'm done. Oh. And I was so pissed off. I was so pissed off. I finally beat him earlier today. Just on like so, my second attempt. Did you go above the Drake to the the rift? Oh. There's, a, there's a Niflheim rift above the Drake. Yeah, the the Niflheim. Okay, let's 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 broaden this up to mini bosses in God of War Two in general. Some yeah. of them are really fucking hard. Yes. To the yes. point where I'm wondering if it's doing a Souls thing, and I should come back later. The one I got stuck on, I mean, 100%, because you, you you beat the Drake, you go behind him, there's a, there's a Nevelheim Rift, and out walks two guys. Oh, I'm like mid-level four right now. Yeah, and these, these guys, guys walk out, they're level six. Yeah, you can beat that. I beat that at the time. Uh, I that. Well, the problem is you kill, the, you, you finally kill one, and he resurrects. Does he? Yes. You had to kill you, him at the same time? Was that the deal? No. He comes back, and now he has ice armor on. Like his whole thing refilled the first time I knocked one of them down, and he had like you know how the the you'll have the health bar that says you yeah, have yeah. to use the axe or the or the blades. He had the second time around it was blades only. You don't but actually these guys have kill to, me listener. in two you don't hits. A, you don't actually have to. Yes, yes. So you have to you have to block and parry them perfectly, but it is doable, and you really have to abuse your uh, your L one skills. Like your uh, your cooldown abilities, basically. Oh, those. You, yeah, you yeah. really have to abuse those. You have to abuse crowd control, and you have to play it fucking perfectly. This boss, like I should upload it, but it's a, it's a spoiler part of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to. Um, but this this mini boss that I just killed earlier today, um, I had to do literally everything perfectly, and so I had like min max this fight where I have a, I I didn't put it on intentionally but i have a, a thing where my weapon abilities like those those cooldown skills have like a 75 percent chance of spawning a rage uh stone or a health stone nice okay and then, and then i have a thing where uh my my rage ability heals me instead of doing damage at all it just gives me a big burst of health um so my strategy was just being absolutely perfect with my parries the entire time getting a couple hits in when i could because this guy teleports no, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and, and electrocutes you and, and, and immobilizes you. So just being absolutely perfect with my parries, littering the, the battlefield with health and rage stones, and just doing my best to outlast him. And it was like a battle of attrition. Like, I really feel like maybe I should have come back at the end of the game, because this took me probably 10 minutes, the fight. Like, it's yeah. a long fucking... You go, and you have to do the whole thing perfect. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm thinking about coming back to this this uh rift just finish the rest of the area because they 
that's what I did last night. I, it was like 15 minutes of getting like killed in two hits. It's just so bad. <laughs> yeah, there's no shame and, in walking away. So I find myself almost exclusively using the axe. Me too. And then when I build up enough of, when I freeze them, I'll switch over to the blades for a little bit, but then I'll do a shield smash to make those explode. Because one of my abilities is if you have, if they're, are fully filled their elemental damage, and you do a shield smash, there's an explosion that does a little more damage to them. So, mm-hmm. But the axe, just it just feels better. I don't know how to, how to explain it. It just feels smooth. I don't well, no, the, the the chains are great, actually, and all the additions to the changes, the, the, the chains this game, I really like. But, uh, but no, nothing is still as good as the axe. Uh, the yeah. axe is just chonky damage, and that's what you want to see, and the chains are not. The only thing that's a chonk on the chains is the overhead slam. Yeah. Um, the 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 all the shit you've got with uh, with like grabbing things with the chain and igniting the thing, or yeah. or you whip the chain to a thing and then you hold the button to smash into it, or you just press the button to yank it to you. I fucking love that shit. I think those are great additions. It doesn't do enough damage though. <laughs> that's the thing. the The axe is more satisfying, and ultimately the axe's animations are more satisfying. The axe animations are fucking awesome. Yeah, because it feels like there's a disconnect with the chains because it's like yeah. the physics of it don't quite make sense. <laughs> so it's, yeah. And the health part, it does take down. You are doing shit, but it doesn't, uh, you need the wham. I brought up the wham in the past. The axe yeah, has no, this, wham. Yeah. Wham yeah. for days. Um, yeah, and I mentioned, I, oh yeah, I mentioned via email that, um, and I don't think you had you had found out at that point that a, that a tray's is a, is a playable character. But, no, not at that point, no. Now, now that I know he is, yeah. But I was saying Atreus needs a fucking sword. Yeah, and then I, I, no, I emailed you that he did when I realized that he was a playable character. <laughs> yeah, like he, he 100% needs a sword at this point. Uh, it's a reasonable time for a young lad of Spartan descent to be handed a sword and taught how to use it. Um, he's running around with a bow and that's it. That said, that combo where you hold down L R one. Oh, you do a sweep and then and beat the shit out of him on the ground. Yeah. yeah, Lister, you just you just hold down the button. All you do is just hold down the button. Atreus takes his bow, whacks the enemy's legs out from underneath him, and begins wailing on them with overhand <laughs> slaps. It's really good. <laughs> basically, filling up the enemy's stun bar, and then you do a finisher on him, and that's it. That's it for like any enemy that's not a heavy enemy. Atreus could just beat the shit out of him. It's fucking Well, Atreus awesome. also can't take any hits. <laughs> no, but he's he's a lot... Uh, he feels fleeter than his father. And he yes. has all the same parry mechanics. Yeah. Um, so he's... And they don't, they don't put him up against anything that Atreus is not very, 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 very dangerous towards. Yeah. Atreus is it, always... It feels pretty as. hand-picked what you're fighting when you're actually fighting as him. Yeah. It's fine. But, but the... What I fucking love about the perspective switching in God of War Ragnarok is one of the things I kind of miss about God of War is the awesome violent spectacle of it. And there's still Mm. combat and spectacle, but that spectacle in Ragnarok in 2018 is often the beautiful shit, like releasing these two colossal flying jellyfish into the sky over a Mm -hmm. desert where they intermingle and give birth to countless other little glowing jellies in the sky. It's fucking amazing. But for some reason, in Ragnarok, being able to go and have this really grand adventure as Atreus, and his adventure goes to some grand fucking places, um, 
open for some reason to me opens up the scope of the world and the adventure and really makes it more epic. It really, really does. I assume you've met Anger Boda. Yes. Yeah, I've been to Ironwood. I did the whole grandmother thing, and so yeah, apparently some of the giants are actually giants. Yeah, the visuals of the Anger Boda fight, the Anger Boda grandma fight, are fucking amazing. That was so fun. You're you're fighting this this colossal, horrifying woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that pissed me off was, okay, you're doing a boss fight as a Treus, so it's all bow. Oh, yeah. It's all bow all the time. And I'm like, that's not the funnest part of Atreus's kit by a mile. It was, I mean, the boss fight was very visually interesting. Mechanically, it's like, eh, shoot the bull. Yeah, it was bullshit. But as part, as a story and as a spectacle, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, you we're really emotionally invested in both Atreus and Agrabota at this point. I want Atreus to hit on this girl. Why isn't he? Obviously, they're fated to, to be together. What's going yeah, on? <laughs> canonically, like, in, th- like, the, like history, not in the game, but the thing, Anger Boda is his first wife. Good. Yes. <laughs> Good, because I want these two kids to fall in love. So um, one, one thing I noticed, and I might be a terrible person for noticing this, but Anger Boda and her grandmother are people of color, at least darker skinned, yes. right? Uh-huh. Um, Kratos' wife was not. Now, I don't know if that means anything or if that's me being weird about seeing stuff, but... Um, are you suggesting that all giants are black? I have no idea. Well, that that kind okay, of... Okay, well, let me, let me lay this on you. I don't are know. all humans white? No, they're not. But, well, I there mean, you go. <laughs> in fantasy, usually races tend to all look kind of the same. That's well, all I'm Well, I'm, I'm glad in this case they chose something um, more interesting and more representative of the population playing that, the I game. mean, that's cool. I, I hope it's just what you're saying. I hope that's just what it is. Oh, 100%. Like what? What are you saying? What I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't know. What else could it be? I just I what thought it was an it interesting choice. Um, That's all. I guess I didn't find it interesting. It looked to me like representation. Okay. And it's good. And the the actor doing doing Anger Boda is excellent. Like you, we've we've heard Freya do her Freya shit only like the the 2018 Freya shit, and then we meet Anger Boda and like ah, they can cast a woman who can act. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> well, it's the fact that she hasn't talked to anybody at all, and who knows how long. Yeah, she's it's very apparent because she's kind of awkward and, and but it gets more relaxed, relaxed as they go. She's yeah. a very charming, interesting character, and I want to try to spend more time with her. I want that story to go somewhere. Um, Speaking of stories that I want to go somewhere. Uh, Sindri saying that his brother died. Yes, and, and they he only, only retrieved got... three of the four soul parts. And then it's brought up that there is a soul in in uh, Trace's knife. Yes. And we're not going to connect those dots. What's going on with that? <laughs> Come on, finish this off. I care. I like. You liked Brock and Sindri in the first game. It's awesome that they're like part of the family in this game. It feels like. So let's talk about Tear, the broken oh, yeah. god. Yeah. yeah. Um, the I do like that when it becomes clear that that Tyr is just been mentally destroyed by Odin, Kratos figures it out first and almost holds Atreus back. Like oh. Atreus is like he's broken, and Kratos, Kratos is like he's been free for like an hour. Give him time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Kratos has more faith that Tyr can come back and be productive than than Atreus does almost. Well, Which Atreus I thought was pretty cool. Atreus had certainly built things up in his mind, and Kratos is probably like, "Well, this is going to suck." And well, what are we yeah. about to do? Kratos goes, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this will suck. What do we do next? We go home. We eat, and we talk about the next move. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I love that when you go home, you go to this place in the middle of the 
the the realm tree or the what is it called? Yggdrasil? Uh, the world tree. Uh, the world, yeah, you go to this place that exists within the world tree itself, and it's, it's Sindri's house built on a branch of the world tree, and it's this big, beautiful, inviting Viking lodge. Um, where you, where With you a all, squirrel god living outside. Yes, <laughs> where you all gather around a table and share a meal together and all these personalities bounce off each other and things are so cramped at the first one that Sindri immediately said, walks away and goes, I'm going to go build a bigger table. And I was so looking forward to seeing what he was going to make. I was sad that it was just a second smaller table that he, ah. that he brought up to the big one. Uh, Brock complaining about Tyr putting vegetables in the stew. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. No, it's it's good, and the, the personality of the personality of Tyr being uh, being really interested in cooking and, and proving I, himself a very good cook. I like yeah, it. he's he's it's fun. Tyr is he's not the god of war anymore. I mean, he, he, with him, you get flashes of how powerful he is, though. Like when they're escaping, and he's just dragging that elf behind him, we just knocked out with no effort. And the way he can move around, I'm, I'm assuming at some point that it's going to come to pass, that he's going to actually have to do something. I don't know. So, I mean, I don't know. I Like I said, I, I am spoiler-free. I don't know what's coming. I have well, no idea. I, I've always seen Kratos himself as unbound by fate. Um, and... Well, no, because and Kratos killed, is like... Well, Kratos killed, killed the fates. He literally killed, killed the fates in God of War 2, I But, think. but, um, these lands have their own fates. The Norns. That's true. And, oh God, what else was she in? Okay, Alex. Alex, if you're listening. The woman who plays, you know your, your, um, the, the fascist guy's mom in Andor. Where, like, the guy is, like, fired and then he has to go back to live with his mom. And his mom is just this horrible little toad. <laughs> that is the woman who plays the fates in uh, Kenneth Branagh's recent uh, uh, version of Macbeth. She's fucking amazing as the fates. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was kind of hyped to meet these fates just based off her performance in Kenneth Branagh's recent Macbeth um, because that made the character so fucking cool for me. And then we meet... Uh, I'm going to spoil it for you. We do meet the fates of these lands. Okay. And they are much less interesting to me. <laughs> no. I found it. Compared to the, that, woman, that woman's performance, they were very disappointing. Um, the Needhog fight with Freya... That was a very God of War fight, like old school. When you are going to, she's still a bird, and you get to wherever Mm -hmm. Odin had tied the boots together. This like giant reptile serpent thing. Yeah, it's Nidhogg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that was another one of those hard fucking fights, and it's like, am I am I wearing the wrong armor? What is going on? I don't know. It's just you got to do it right. I actually haven't changed armor. I'm still wearing the armor. That whenever you do a um, uh, a stun grab, it, you automatically regain health for two seconds. I forget what mine is right now, but it's good. <laughs> I've got. Well, a, you keep got finding a... new stuff, and it feels like you really need to choose what you want to upgrade because there's not a lot of the better yeah. upgrade materials laying around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, I just keep on being really surprised by this game's capacity to surprise and impress me with the choices it makes. Mm-hmm. Um. It's really, really enjoyable. I'm 100% going to finish it. And uh, Horizon Forbidden West couldn't accomplish that. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Well, that one's still also up for uh, Game of the Year, so we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> well, that Game of the Year list. Maybe not the ones that count, listener. And that would that's be this what, one. Yeah, that would be our Game of the Year list. Yeah, yeah. Sure. God, that's Realize that that is on during the podcast. What? On a Thursday night. 
Well, I'll watch the beginning of it and then do the podcast and then catch up with the rest. You know, the it good trailers really will late. all be on YouTube. That's all it's for. Is That's true. In they're fact, actually they're broadcasting it like in theaters. You can go see it. I would not fucking do that. Well, they want like twenty bucks to do it. I'm like, no, no, yeah. I can watch it for free on my TV at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> so anyway. That's all I've really been playing. I've been like working away at God of War. God of War, it's so good that I'll sit down in my chair and not move yeah. for like three hours. And then my legs hurt. Yeah. It really, it's it's kind of amazing that you can invest so much time in it and still feel the pull to just like, let's go see what's next. Because it's just consistently entertaining. And I worry that perhaps like the first one, I wouldn't enjoy it as much on subsequent playthroughs. But fuck, it's good. It's good. And the spectacle is great. And the little moments where the camera goes away from Kratos and starts following Atreus, and you're like, ooh, what's going on? There are further moments where the camera goes away from Kratos to someone else, and you know something cool is about to happen. (laughs) It's really neat. They maintain the single camera shot, the single shot thing through the entire fucking game. But here it's somehow used to go like, dun, dun, dun. It's really neat. It's really neat. Atreus having a, a potty mouth on him was pretty funny, too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna Would you also, like that to be your last words? <laughs> I'm going to spoil something else just because um, I fucking love it. It's a wicked choice. Atreus does get a sword. Oh, good. It is not... More skill what, trees. Shit. <laughs> no, no, not really. It is no. not what you think. Atreus' okay. sword is a flying, sentient sword with a soul in it. And it slides into the scabbard on its back of its own accord and flies out of its own accord. In combat, it functions it functions as Atreus's Atreus. When you're fighting someone, <laughs> you mash square and the sword will zip in there and start slicing them up and dealing stun damage to him. It's fucking wicked! It looks awesome! It makes him so godly. Like God, it, it, that's it's freaking su- like that's, it's that's, so um, fantastical. It's he's wonderful. got an Elucard sword. <laughs> yes! Yes, it's fucking cool as shit. I'm so happy. I hope that's about close. It. I, don't, I want to see that. I'll play a little bit tonight, but I, I mean, uh, the next time you go out is as as low. Is it trees? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I gotta right now. I I have to finish the the desert as all optional stuff, and then go back home. And I'm assuming there'll be the next like big plot event happening there. Oh, so it's a good game, and I'm actually fucking like I care about the story. You haven't met Heimdall yet. I want to punch that guy in the face. <laughs> he's worse than odin come on uh well yeah because odin's really nice to your face in this yeah he's just but... if, he, if he's aggressive it's in an incredibly passive way that he couldn't imagine you take offense at uh heimdall <laughs> is just like you're a piece of shit <laughs> and you're gonna take a swing and heimdall saw that coming 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that, vid- that link you sent. Yeah, so... so I watched so, that, yes. Yeah. And I was playing Mercy, and this enemy Baptiste is just beating the shit out of me. Like, I can't... I can't heal my guys. At the, at the end of the first round, I probably had, like, 500 healing. Because every Ooh. time I came out, um, they would just instantly kill me. And half the time, it was this stupid Baptiste. So, two things I love in that Kiriko clip. 
uh, me and this roadhog drop down onto the point, and there's a ba there's a bastion and an orissa on the point. The hog goes off to challenge the orissa. Meanwhile, I know that this bastion is going to tear us all a new one if we leave it alone. So I start flinging my my uh, kunai at it and ask my brother to, to hit it, and he does. The bastion turns its attention towards me. I now have about a second to live. Yeah. <laughs> because he's in his turret form, he will just melt me in that much time. So I throw my kunai at the, or I throw my invincibility thing at the ground. It heals me up a little bit, and I take zero damage for the next second and a half. My brother has shot a rocket into the bastion at this point. I look up, throw one kunai into the bastion, and the bastion dies. <laughs> it was beautiful. And the other one, I just beat the shit out of the Baptiste on Kiriko. It felt really good. So yeah, I've had a lot of good plays this week. Excellent. Yeah. Um, any uh, any particularly venomous messages? Oh. Oh, wait, there was one more God of War thing I made a note about. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> when you start playing as Atreus and Atreus walks up to a chest and then tries to punch it and breaks his hand, it goes, ah, God. <laughs> that was Who says hilarious. something? Someone says, not as easy as it looks, is it? Oh, uh, Sindri uh, does. Yeah. <laughs> Sindri makes fun of him for it. And then, and then Angry Boda is something like, are you mad at chests or something? Because <laughs> he starts beating them open with his, at, with his uh, bow. With his bow, like, yeah. <laughs> so uh so i fought a we were on god what was it? it was one of the new payload maps and uh i had killed this enemy hanzo a lot like a lot and he had killed me a couple times and they were good times they were like he just turns over and ding, headshot and he doesn't teabag me or nothing but at one point he types out and my brother reads it to me in the middle of a match which he's not supposed to do <clears throat> and listener trigger warning for sexual imagery and gendered slurs. Mm. He writes, I assume it's English. Tracer, get off my dick, you annoying bitch plus. <laughs> the plus is just a symbol. I'm assuming it's like bitch extra, like Disney plus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I... Uh, and I Must I, be I, a PC player to have time to type that out. <laughs> no, you can you can hook it up on console. But no, okay. we couldn't have been a P, we couldn't have been grouped in a PC pool. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. Um, but, uh, my older brother will respond to them and I'm like, don't do that. You're just feeding them. All you're doing is giving them the attention that they want. What you do is just don't heal that person if they're on your team. <laughs> yeah. You know? If you get rematched up with them, just no, you know, yeah. not going to help you out. If I'm playing on Mercy and people are complaining about heals and Mercy is like usually my best fucking character, I will switch to Moira and stop healing anyone. <laughs> A hundred percent, just to say fuck you, because I don't care, and I know it's toxic. But you gotta be, you gotta say some real nasty shit to get for, for me to do that. Gotta dig in deep. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. So uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. There's just not a lot of uh, not a lot of time for anything else right now. It's like it's God yeah. of War all day. I watch I watch Dylan Cole's new stand-up special. It's pretty strong. It does a lot of sex stuff. I don't really usually like it when he does the sex stuff. I like his other stuff. But it was good enough that it made me want to go watch. Um, remember that movie with Idris Elba and Jonathan Majors and Lakeith Stanfield and uh, Zazie Beetz and uh, no, the what's woman, it called? The woman who's the voice of Riley on Boondocks. Uh, it's called The Harder They Fall. Idris okay. Elba leads the cast as the bad guy. Uh, it's called The Harder They Fall. If you want like a modern uh, show that's that's about as spaghetti as The Quick and the Dead. Oh, okay. The harder they fall. It's a fun show. It's not a great Western. It's definitely a fun show. 
Well, The Quick and the Dead is not a great Western either, but it's no, very but it's spaghetti. A, but it's a fun show. It is. <laughs> yes. It is. Yeah, and so is this. Sharon Stone looks like such a badass in that movie. Oh, my gosh. My favorite part is my favorite part of The Quick and the Dead was when uh, Russell Crowe kind of breaks down and starts shooting people. Because he's, yeah. like, he's like the preacher who's sworn it off years ago and he never will again, but he's just so damn good. <laughs> <laughs> and Gene Hackman is perfect in that movie. Maybe it is a decent yeah. Maybe I'm saying well, a song no, is short. No, 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 it, no. It was a bad movie at the time, but it just happened to have a remarkably good cast. And Sam Raimi, I believe, right? That's, that sounds Rick right. Hold on, I can look at Raimi? Ninety-five. The movie's old. Uh, yes, it is Sam Raimi. There you go. So yeah, like yeah, there was Quick and the Dead had a lot going for it. It just didn't have a budget because that shit at the end where Gene Hackman just like shot through the stomach or something, or shot through the star, and the light is going through him from behind. Oh yeah, and that's how he realizes he's been shot. No, yeah. that's not how light works. <laughs> like the sun would have to be directly behind him, and he would have to be standing in front of a barn yeah, to notice that shit <laughs> not only that but a bullet hits someone it doesn't leave a perfect little tunnel through it hits and there's like an explosion out the back of the person if it's a yeah, high exactly. caliber Exit wounds. you Come have on. like a, you have like a cone shaped wound in you now anyway let's, not, <laughs> let's get away from that but Sharon Stone in a cowboy hat and uh, yeah, the trench coat is just oh gosh anyway what's the one and where, a young Leonardo DiCaprio what's the one where Clint Eastwood is like escorting a nun the whole time isn't that like two dogs? Uh, that's for not Sister unforgiven. Sarah? No, it's something for Maybe. Sister Sarah, right? Maybe. Western for Sister Sarah. Two, two mules, mules for, for two, two mules, mules for Sister, for Sister Sarah. Sarah. Clicking on it. I don't know if that's it. But yeah, Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> yeah, Clint Eastwood uh, spends the entire movie escorting this uh, uh, this nun through like the you know the unforgiving. Wild West, and they get through all into all kinds of horrible uh, misadventures, and then he finally delivers her where she's going, and realizes he's just delivered her to a brothel because she's actually a prostitute, and the nuns have it. was just a disguise. <laughs> it was great. That sounds awesome. Sorry, sex, sex worker. Sex worker. Pardon me. <clears throat> Headlines. In entertainment news. Lionsgate is moving forward with making a Streets of Rage movie with John Wick's nah. scriptwriter attached. Nah. I know. See, that's like I a know. meh, and then, oh, yeah, okay, but, maybe. But, but, okay, maybe if it was, like, the person who wrote the uh, the Baba Yaga speech from the first John Wick, okay. If it's that person, great. But the subsequent John Wick movies, I mean, it's not like it was ever known for its story anyway. No, Neither is Streets it, of Rage. It's, it's definitely diminishing returns i mean the john wick yeah. ones seem to follow the same trajectory as the matrix movies to be completely honest no. we'll see how four does well hmm. okay but but i would say but that's, okay that's john wick true. two and three are better than matrix two and three though i'm still no, I, I would say they're about as good like like the thing is i like matrix two and three there's a lot of high adventure going on there and awesome cgi combat you could take the two of those movies and cut them and make one good movie out yes, of the two movies. i know but each movie still has good shit that I enjoy checking it does. out once in a while. It does. Director Frank Lawrence says Constantine 2 will be rated R for radical. <laughs> I added the radical. Older, crankier Constantine. Nice. 
Stranger Things. Keanu, wait, Keanu's involved, right? He's, oh, he's down. Yeah, they got okay. the, they got the okay. director, they got the rights, they got Keanu. So I think they're working okay. on the script now. Cool. Uh, Stranger Things, Stranger Things season five won't come out until 2024 at the earliest. Jeez. That is why? Why? I don't know. Yeah. They're not. I mean, they're effects heavy, but come on, Netflix. Can imagine this if it doesn't come out? Everybody hanging. <laughs> Maybe it's like all already been shot, and that's how long the SFX people have quoted them for what they want. Yeah, maybe. And better to do that without unreasonable overtime and crunch. That's true. That's that, if that's what it takes, if people are just working a normal number of hours, fine. I just learned this week, I hope it's true, in Korean folktales, instead of once upon a time, they often start with the phrase, back when tigers used to smoke. <laughs> and this information was with this bunch of, like, old old paintings of tigers with pipes <laughs> Tigers with pipes. apparently the pipe was given to the tiger by the monkey and i'm like i want to know this story now <laughs> a picture a tiger in like a like a smoking jacket yeah just <sighs> see but yeah. now now in my head that tiger looks like sheer Compton the animated jungle book that's fine now I, but <laughs> that's better even i like that <laughs> but now we're now we're veering towards furries so let's move on yeah Dave Batista is courting Netflix on social media to get cast as Marcus Phoenix in their Gears of War adaptation. <sighs> the part the man was born to play. How old is he now, though? Dave? Yeah. Oh, he's got to be in his mid to late forties, if not early fifties. Yeah, I want to say early. Is... I want to say early fifties. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I always pictured Phoenix as in his like late thirties, forties in the first game, at least. Yeah, but how much of Batista are you going to see underneath all the shoulder armor? It's like his face, and then you know. So you still get the face. That's that's you know, if he's wearing glasses, that's a, usually a very expressive part. That's true. Hmm. I'm glad that guy did so well. Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, passed away at the age of 66 this week. So I learned something. Just kind of looking for tweets on this. That um, ordinarily, voice actors for animated specials or whatever. All that stuff was recorded separately mm-hmm. in booths and ISO booths all over the country, pretty much. For Batman the Animated Series, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill were always together in mm. the same booth doing the recordings because that's how they wanted to do it. That's how the director got that out of them, the interplay there, was they actually got to act off of each other because they were there doing it at the same time. It's always the way to do it. Video games didn't do that until, I want to say, uh, Uncharted or Infamous, which was first. Infamous 2 did it. After Uncharted yeah. did it. Yeah. Uncharted did yeah. it first. So they, they put them together and just let them roll. That's how, that's how yeah. they get... Acting is reacting, people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, believe, I believe it was cancer. I didn't look into why. I also... I, I had no idea that he was gay. Yeah, I think that came out. Well, it I became know. public knowledge, like I think a year or so ago. Yeah, I had no idea because it's a survived by his husband and and family or whatever. I'm like, I, I had no idea. I I read a really cool story about him where he's. I think he was working in a soup kitchen or something, just volunteering, and uh, someone recognized him. Someone in line recognized him. He usually doesn't get recognized because he's a voice actor. But he mm-hmm. goes, yeah, yeah, that's me. And so this guy turns around and starts telling other people, hey man, that's Batman. <clears throat> hey man, that's Batman. And everyone's like, yeah, shut up, shut up. <clears throat> That guy's not Batman. And he turns around to Kevin Conroy and he says, Do the voice, please, please, do the voice. He goes, I am the knight. I oh. am V. 
vengeance. Oh. I am Batman in the entire place. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, and I think to you as well. 100%, yeah. Kevin Conroy's voice is the definitive Batman. He was and my Batman, 100%. My favorite Batman movie is Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. I mean, my, to me, it's better than any of the live action ones. My favorite just... version of Batman has always been the animated series. His and Hamill's presence in the Arkham series put like a stamp of authenticity on it that otherwise would have been impossible. Yeah. Yeah. He was Batman. Mm-hmm. Not many of us can say that. In Overwatch news, the patch that was to nerf Zarya, Sombra, Genji, and Diva, and give the return of May, did not go live on Tuesday due to some undefined critical issue. <laughs> New skins for May were made available to purchase in their store anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You can't play as May right now, but you can, but you buy, can buy skins for you May. You can buy. You can spend money on skins for her if you want. <sighs> The patch went live earlier today, Thursday. Still no adjustments for Sojourn, but Junkrat got a slight nerf to his trap. Which is weird. Uh, Pro player Dante believes Tracer has been stealth buffed with a range increase on her guns. I'm not 100% on that. Uh, Also in the patch, PC and console crossplay now has aim assist enabled for the console players, but you won't be able to play competitive together. Hmm. And my younger brother has been playing Overwatch lately. Oh. On PC. Okay. So I'm like, well, enjoy. I'll never play with you. <laughs> um, and I like, you know, me and him don't talk much, so I never explained it to him. But Chris played like two rounds with him and was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again anytime soon. Um, and Matt was like, why? And he's like, well, here's why. Because, listener, if you don't know, um, when a console player played with a PC player, aim assist would be turned off. So now you're trying to aim with thumbsticks, which is already hard. <laughs> yeah. Without the programming design in there that enables it to be even remotely possible on a controller. And uh, like Jim can tell you, aiming in Overwatch is not super easy. No. No, it's, it's not. It's really not. These people are bouncing around. They don't want to get hit. Uh, so playing on PC, playing with a PC player for a console player is just painful. It's just fucking painful. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like making us play on crutches. <laughs> so, so this is now available, and I was talking to Chris as we were playing our game earlier, that even now, though, I don't want to go play in a PC pool with him. And he's like, but what if like he joins up and we can play in the console pool? I'm like, that's not what happens. If we group with him, we then play against other PC players. That's it. Um, and I don't want to get the shit kicked out of me by a bunch of people with mice. <laughs> and, yeah. and keyboard movement. Keyboard movement is different from console movement. Well, it's, it's, you can change direction instantly. Instantly. And on a, so. on, a, on a console, you have to move the thumbstick all the way over there to search in mm-hmm. your direction. So, yeah. Uh, Matchmaking improvements are also listed in the patch notes with no real explanation. But given how prevalent stomps are throughout competitive and quick play in Overwatch 2, I hope that's meaningful. There's still more room for improvement. <laughs> Prepaid phones are now able to make Overwatch 2 accounts. Fine. <laughs> so people will be able to make Smurfs if they yeah. just go. And the thing is, on PC, Smurfs Smurfing happened, but those people had to go out and buy a new copy of the game every time. Now they won't have to buy a copy of the game; it's free. But they will have to go out and buy a new, um, you know, contract phone, and set up a new PSN or Xbox account. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but that that part isn't. Oh. 
No, no, they wouldn't have to set up a new PSN or Xbox account. Again, they could do it with, um, they could have their, well, like you would make like a guest account, I imagine. Yeah, okay. On a console. But it still, it still puts, uh, I think this will mean smurfing will remain less prevalent on consoles. It'll it's still an be, extra, it's it, an extra step. Yeah, it'll still be possible, but I think, I think it'll help. And it'll allow a lot of people who are in, you know, less than ideal financial situations to check out the game. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard has ended its relationship with publisher NetEase in China and will basically cease all operations in the country on January 23rd. That is, no Diablo, no World of Warcraft, no Overwatch, and 20% of the Overwatch League players are now out of a job. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I wonder... I wonder what that happened. I mean, because Blizzard's a, you know, not a great company, but I mean... <laughs> NetEase president of Global Investment and Partnerships, Simon Zhu, said one day, when what has happened behind the scenes could be told, developers and gamers will have a whole new level understanding of how much damage a jerk can make. We all assume he's talking about Bobby Kotick. <laughs> uh, apparently, the agreements with NetEase accounted for about 3% of Activision Blizzard's revenue. It's not a small amount. It's not a big amount either. Well, but... I don't know. I want that story. Someone has to write the all... The all... The exposed story of all the awful things and publish it in five years. <laughs> well, if there's one thing I'm sure we'll get good journalism on, it's in communist China. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, like, maybe that guy will give an interview when he visits the States one day, but... When he's not planning on moving back. <laughs> The Watchpoint Pack is now available for a 40% discount, $24. It gets you the current Battle Pass, a few skins, and 2,000 coins. When I bought the Battle Pass, it was like 50 but it also gave me access to the beta, which was the value I saw on it. Okay. Um, 2,000 coins alone is 20 bucks. Ooh, a, okay. a Season Pass is also 10 bucks. All right, so it's, it's a deal. It actually is a deal, I'm afraid to say. Um, it's, you know, the deal of an evil usury seller but like yeah <laughs> it is, it is it's a sale it. it's on sale <clears throat> say what you want so again my younger brothers picked up the game on pc and he like me is a tender and sensitive soul <laughs> so he sends me a text this week <clears throat> so are people occasionally rude as fuck to you in the comments or is that a pc thing too and i write back oh, it's probably more prevalent on pc because everyone has a keyboard but yes that's a normal thing expect to be told to kill yourself there are options to hide all chat. And he writes back, oh, well, just do that then. I can't handle that shit. And I write, I write back, that's what I do. <laughs> it makes me wonder how how people survived back when the old PC-only shooters, like Unreal Tournament and the old Call of Duties, were, or Medal of Honors, excuse me, when everybody had keyboards were banging away at each other. Or we, did we just not do that then? I'm trying to remember. I don't, I don't think people were as big. Well, no, I remember playing Halo. I had the Halo demo on PC. And when I would host, people would like threaten that they were going to hack me and shit. And I'd go like, oh, no, my internet's going out. Ha, 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 you suck. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I played a lot of Unreal Tournament online. Mm-hmm. But that movie, that game was so fast, you didn't have time to complain during the game. You can complain when it's done, but... If you stopped jumping, you would just die. So it's... Well, I mean, people have been assholes as long as there's been anonymity, right? So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> there's no uh, escape. 
Crystal Dynamics says it has received an overwhelming response to a recent survey designed to gauge interest in a potential legacy of Kane revival. They said such surveys usually get a few thousand responses, but the legacy of Kane survey received over a hundred thousand. Unless Henning or Hennig, 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 what's her name? Hennig is involved. I'm not so sure I want it. Um, and she's busy. Yeah, she working is. For somebody else. She is, but um, but I could see someone else doing really good things with that. Probably. But I also look at it as in the same way I look at uh, Darksiders Three. Be careful what you wish for. There's yeah. a monkey's paw out there yeah, curling like, its finger. Here's yeah, here's legacy of you know Soul Reaver Three, but it sucks. They'd have to. You can't like pick Okami up Den. Off. I was so sad about Okami Den. Uh yeah. You, they, there's no way they could pick up where they left off because Defiance was forever ago and nobody remembers that cliffhanger, so you'd have to start over again. No, the you voice can, actor for Kane is still alive, you so you just, can still you do You could just do previously on Soul Reaver. I suppose. Yeah. The voice actor for the Elder God is dead. Kane is still alive. Raziel's still alive, I believe. So. It can be done. But they'd probably <sighs> recast. Oh, that would be awful! Especially what? for Kane. Yeah, I can't was terrible to recap. I can't remember his name, but was that Templeton? Or Sim- Simon Templeton was either Kane or Raziel. I forget who he was. Anyway. Microsoft. Yeah, Simon Templeton was Kane. Okay. Oh. I, wow, I remembered that shit. And yeah, he's still alive. Great. He's Alex also 68. All right, well. Microsoft is actually reducing the price of a Series S down to th- down from three hundred dollars to two hundred and fifty for the holiday season starting today. <laughs> Does that mean the developers are going to get what they want and they can start not having to, d- you know, take oh. that into account? So you're suggesting they're doing this to clear out S inventory and then yes. suspend sales of the S. Yes. But then, but then, well, man, that would suck if a bunch of people are now stuck with this platform that there are no. No, you'll still have, I mean, all, all, all of them, like all the old stuff and all the indie stuff and all the mid-range stuff will still work, but, you know, you want to play the AAA stuff? Sorry. We've talked about this previously, but developers are complaining oh, about know, having to take the S into account. But that's Microsoft's problem. They, it is Microsoft's They dug problem. this boat. Yeah. Dug this boat, dug this hole. <laughs> Anchor or something. They carpentered know. this boat. See, at 250 though, I could see just picking one up for my son so he can yeah. get all the Call of Duty garbage off of mine. You're like, at 250 I'm like, Starfield? What was that? It'll indie? run. They had some indies this year I wanted to check out, too. Um, uh, Penitence. Oh, yeah, Pentiment. Pentiment? Pentiment? Pen- Pentiment is also exclusive to them. It's an Obsidian game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think is out now, but I don't know when I'm going to play it. It's 100% out now. Um, it's getting insanely good reviews. You haven't noticed that? We had email. Uh, I, I haven't. I haven't looked at it because I, I know that it's like downloaded, but I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to play it. Let me Metacritic pen, Penitent. Just be prepared for a story. Metacritic pen, Pentiment. Pentiment. That's what it is. Eighty six right now. Wow, and it's interesting for a weird like format kind of. Uh, Eighty eight for PC. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's it's a charming. Um, intelligent, charismatic indie. So, like, the reviewers are just kind of going nuts for it. And Obsidian usually don't get to do shit that's this small. And Charisma is what Obsidian does best. Yep. So. Dead Island 2 has been delayed again by about six weeks, 
and will now come out April 28th, 2023. <laughs> the announcement was like, yes, we understand the irony of us delaying Dead Island 2, but it's only... <laughs> um, That's fine. That's a a fine. delayed game could eventually be good. Yes. Um, Move it further away from the Dead Space remake, it's fine. <laughs> listener, watch a trailer for a game called The Perceiver. This Who looks... Publishing that. I Who don't know, but I kind of lump Perceiver in with that Monkey King Wukong. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it looks pretty good, but I don't actually know if the game design will be uh, will be all that. Like, what it looks like to me is the combat, to me, actually looked pretty fucking good. It looked very Sekiro-esque, mm-hmm. and I like that. I like that they're using these Chinese straight swords, like a Wushu-style sword combat. It looks gorgeous. But the levels look like you're just kind of running forward. Mm-hmm. It's kind of linear. Yeah. So it, to me, it also kind of smacks of like Heavenly Sword, where it's like, it's good looking, but it's not quite an adventure like Devil May Cry God of War, you know? Um, and I cannot that, find anything on who's doing this. The Perceiver? Yeah. Well, the the Wukong game is like one guy and a couple friends, so it's possible this is a very small indie. So yeah. Chinese developer Paper Games. Paper Games. And Internal Studio 17ZHE Studio. See, it, I Google Paper Games and it brings up fun pen and pencil games to play with your friends, like Hangman. <clears throat> but anyway, go, go, to Google, go to YouTube, listener. Watch that trailer. And maybe just keep an eye on it. I'm not saying it's going to be great, but it'll be good looking. Uh, Microsoft had plans for a streaming-only box, but couldn't get costs down under $150, so they shelved the project. It's actually the sensible thing to do, especially now since you can get any... I mean, a lot of that streaming stuff is available on some TVs. Like, you just it's just built in. Oh, no, I'm not talking about, like, streaming, like, YouTube. I'm sure it could do that, too. I'm talking about, like, they... I'm talking about, like, uh, Stadia. That's oh, where, that's where it is. It was going to be there. Well, stadium. no, I mean that's that's what you can do. do that. I can do it on my phone. I can. There are streaming games on Xbox that you can do. Really? Yes. Um, I have not tried it for anything strenuous, but there's a lot of games available for it. Um, I use it when I want to play a little bit of Slay the Spire because it's cross save. It just pulls mm-hmm. myself up. I play one match of Slay the Spire, and it works fine. There's a, a number of games, including Vampire Survivor, that will use touch screen. Oh, wow. like you don't even need to have a controller. You just move on the use it, move on the screen of your phone. I wouldn't use it for any game that has to move fast, but for short, small, like other stuff, it's it's doing what Stadia said it was going to do, and it's just part of Game Pass, and it just kind of works. It's fine. You'd think then they could do that on a USB stick. I don't know. I yeah, mean, I guess you'd have something that also had to communicate with a controller. Maybe that's what's. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like I said, I've seen some newer TVs that it actually has it built in, but I mean, new TVs are a thousand bucks or more, so it makes sense. Uh, Sony has published a patent that suggests it is exploring ways to use in-game blockchain blockchain <laughs> technology and <laughs> NFT tech. Please, Sony, no, <laughs> please, no, no. Let's no, jump no. on this sinking ship. Yeah, like I. <laughs> I mentioned a while ago that all this investment you're doing in VR is kind of dumb. You're never going to mm-hmm. get the market you think you're going to get. This is beyond dumb. <laughs> this is harmful to the world. You got to yep. stop this. I mean, fine. Put up PSVR 2. It'll sell, you know, like some. 40,000 units in North America, yeah. probably. 
but it's not doing anybody harm. It's just a worthless piece of NASCAR. It's all not, a worthless piece of tech is is disingenuous. It's cool tech. Yeah, but, but it's expensive, neat tech that you don't need to get the most out of your box. Correct. Any game that you play on your 4K TV will look better than anything you will play in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, CD and Pro- make you motion sick. <laughs> CD Projekt revealed this week that Cyberpunk 2077's expansion, Phantom Liberty, will be paid DLC. I I never thought it wasn't. Yeah, I, thought, I, I mean, I, I assumed that it could, with the scope of it, it was going to be paid. I was shocked that that was in any way a controversial announcement, given Blood and Wine. Like, Blood and Wine wasn't free. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but the thing is, after Cyberpunk, I think I'll wait till after launch to order that. <laughs> we'll just see how they do with it. C- Cyberpunk is the, the creator of the whole no pre-orders movement. It's just like, you don't do it. <laughs> uh, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt's new-gen update will come out December 14th. You still won't like it because it won't fix the combat. Yeah, but if it's super, super, super good-looking... When are you going to have time for Witcher 3? It's a long-ass game. It's fucking December. The only other thing coming out is uh, Callisto Protocol, and that is also a way for reviews. True, and you know that game's going to be about 15 hours, which is yeah. fine. Horror yeah. games shouldn't be super long. Yeah. I don't know, man. After after Ragnarok, I'm Ragnarok is so fucking good that it has reignited my interest in single-player games. It makes me want to go back and play The Last of Us Part Two again. Oh, but... You'd regret that eventually. Probably, but I want to get to the Abby part and start playing as Abby, because Abby was awesome. Eh. Abby had sick pythons. God, I would kill for those arms. <laughs> she was buff. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I already covered that. <clears throat> the Game Award nominees for 2022, and this is not the official ones, listener, this is just Jeff Keighley's little um, <laughs> publicity bang, are, the Game of the Year nominees are <clears throat> A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Hmm. Um, so yeah, well done, Sony. Yeah. Um, a Plague Tale Requiem, from everything I've heard, that seems reasonable. Elden Ring, obviously. God of War Ragnarok, yes. Horizon Forbidden West, well, we're running out of things to put on the list. Yeah. Stray, we need an indie to put on the list, and this was the only one people talked about all year. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I I don't even know. Didn't you play that? No, I didn't. Oh. I mean, I played one of the previous Xenoblade Chronicles, and they felt too MMO-y for me. I just didn't really enjoy them. But no, I did not play Xenoblade Chronicles 3. 89 on Metacritic, 8 out of 10 from IGN. So, you know, a lot of people... So, the upper it. echelons of JRPG-ness, but Game of the Year stuff? I don't know. Well, not only that, but any game on the Switch... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a fair statement. Is is not really coming for me. Um, I saw a really a graph. strong Metacritic. Yeah, I saw a graph or not a graph, but like a like a spreadsheet of all the Game of the Year nominees. Mm-hmm. Since Keeley created this their Game Awards thing, yeah. Microsoft First Party has never had one. Oh wow! Not a one, and Sony has one or two every year. Well, I mean they. They know what they're doing with those single-player AAAs. Yes. And they, they've they got Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica, which are always pushing... And and not only that, but what uh, Sucker Punch did with Ghost of Tsushima was fucking insane. That was really That amazing. was nominated last year, wasn't it? Uh, or the year before. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, been a, it's been a while. Yeah. 
Oh, Elden Ring has surpassed 17.5 million in sales. When are we getting that DLC? <sighs> See the video of like a four-year-old beating some like big nasty boss? No. Yeah, granted, the, the, he was like, the character was all kitted out with all the best stuff and all the best everything, but it was literally like a four-year-old. And he was doing stuff. He was like parrying and dodging and he was super excited when he beat it. Oh my God. Just to make all of us feel bad. It's adorable. <laughs> uh, Sony leads the nominations with 20. Annapurna Interactive is has 11. Nintendo has 11. And Bandai Namco with Elden Ring has 8. So the only actual um, controversy, if you can say that, was Elden Ring was nominated for... What was it? Narrative? Yeah, narrative. And people are like, does it really have a good narrative? Because it's all it's lore driven, not narrative driven. First of all, the narrative in the uh, the Souls games and certainly in Elden Ring are fucking incredible. They're just not. Um, they're not as apparent. <laughs> no, they're 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 not as traditional as the narratives of you know God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. It is a very different kind of beast. There is a narrative in the... There is a traditional narrative in the sense of any video game of I have a guy here and then he moves to there and anything yeah. else that happens to happen to your player character. So that alone is... In, in Elden Ring, that guy goes through some shit. <laughs> he, he pulls up some pretty neat stuff, I gotta tell you. Um, but beyond that, the, the hidden narrative, the history of the world in the Souls games and in Elden Ring are unmatched. And 100% it deserves that. No question. And that's not the most interesting controversy of these. It's that Sifu got nominated for Best Fighting Game. Well, okay, but what else is on that list? Well, no, but it's, Sifu it's a, is it's, an it's, action it's, game. It's not. Sifu yeah, is I know. an action game. Hold on. Let's, I, I, I got to see what's actually, what's actually on that list. Did any other... Did, well, them fighting herds, I think, is coming up this year, right? Yeah. Hold on. Let's see if I can find the... Mm. Uh, it was a Guilty Gear, too. Yeah, I just wanted what goes on the list. Uh, okay, so here here's the problem. Okay, multiverses, King of Fighters 15, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, DNF Duel, and Sifu. So Guilty Gear is not on there, which is suspect already. And Rumbleverse could have been on there. Rumbleverse is an actual fighting game. Yeah, but I haven't heard much good about Rumbleverse. I've heard good things about multiverses. Um, I mean, okay, but why is Guilty Gear not on there? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Guilty Gear is the most traditional fighting game that came out this year. Well, it's probably because it's so fucking technical that anyone who would make this list wouldn't think of it because they wouldn't play it. No, KOF is on there. KOF is pretty technical. So, I don't know. It's weird. Remedy announced this week that Control 2 will be co-published and co-developed by 505 Games. And a lot of people took this as an announcement of Control 2. No, we knew about that. This was I just know. a deal with this other publisher to co-develop. That's weird. Because the number of projects that that Remedy has going on right now is stupid. They're they're doing uh, Max Payne. No, is it a remake of Max Payne or Max? It's Payne a remake 3? of one and two in one game. Okay, so yeah, they're doing the remake of Max Payne one and two. They're doing Alan Wake two or three, two, two. two. Doing Alan Wake two. They're doing a multiplayer game set in the Control universe, and they're doing a sequel to Control. And I was like, how the fuck? Is one studio going to do all that? When they the answer is they're not. They're going to far start farming some pieces out. Yeah. Uh, a pre-order for Resident Evil 4 Remake is only 33 32 at Walmart. Canadian? Uh, no, that's a, that was an American headline. That's so why I assume American. Huh. 
But yeah, that's like a half price game, which makes me worry <laughs> that we're going to get like a third of Resident Evil 4. And there's going to be a Resident <laughs> Evil remake part two eventually. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe it's just like, well, it's, we're remaking a 20-year-old game. I guess we're going to have to drop the price, even though it's fucking gorgeous. I'm like, okay, if you have to, Capcom. If, it's, if that's what you need to do. I mean, I, that's weird, because that's like, that's Capcom's tentpole release for yeah. first quarter. I mean, that's maybe it's like a, Maybe it's a deal with Walmart. Let me check Amazon. Amazon Resident Evil 4 remake. 20? Oh, no, that's a PS4 version. No, I see sixty bucks PS five. It's not listed on Amazon. Well, I'm looking at it now. It's sixty. Amazon bucks. sixty bucks. Yeah, March twenty third. Well, that's still cheaper. Series X sixty it's, bucks. That's still cheaper than like you know Modern Warfare two is ninety Canadian. God of War was a seventy dollar American game. I'm assuming it was expensive Canadian too. Yes, it was like a hundred. Mm-hmm. But my, my older brother had given me two PlayStation Network $50 cards for my birthday just a few Sweet. days prior. So I had to pay like 50 cents off my credit card and the rest. There you go. The rest was just a birthday present. It was really nice. And it's almost a relief to know that there probably will not be any DLC for it. It's just, here's the game. It's finished. Enjoy. I don't know if it's big enough. I could see them adding mercenaries. No, I'm talking about God of War. Oh, God of War. Yeah. yeah, no, there will be no DLC for God of War. Because <laughs> there's no DLC for the first one. It's like, here there's, is your they've fully never done finished DLC game. For God of War. No. Like, I'm, no. I'm trying to think of any Sony first party that they've done DLC for. And actually, they... I thought Last of Us had some stuff. No. last The first Last of Us had a free multiplayer eventually. But uh, I think the first Sony first party DLC that I can remember is the Festival of Fear DLC for Infamous 2. Mm. And um, there was another one. I forget. Sony doesn't do DLC much. Oh yeah, there was paid DLC for um, um, Ghost of Tsushima, the Iki Island DLC. Oh, there's also a shit ton of uh, DLC for the most recent Gran Turismo. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a collector game. Yeah, yeah. People hated that. Sorry, guys, but if you want this particular car, it's going to be two ninety nine. Well, thank mm-hmm. God it's not Activision. I tell you, cool. that that car would be twenty five bucks. <laughs> and they might take it out with the next patch because there's be some weird, something weird going on with it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's it is. It's refreshing to know what I'm going to sit down and play and know that it's going to be good. Yeah. And, and I've got like another week, if not more, to go. Well, you, you tend just, to subject yourself to pretty mediocre shit. I, I, I do. And it's nice, but it's just, it's right here. It's just, and and after this, I'm, I'm going back to mediocre shit. Like, I'm probably going to go back and finish Star Ocean. And I actually have Bayonetta 3 here. And I've got this game that I picked based entirely on the name called Charon's Staircase. I don't know what it is, but it had a great name. So I'm like, let's see what that is. Charon is but, the boatman of the dead in Greek mythology. I know, I know. His staircase, like, that sounds cool. I have no idea what it is. Uh, but but it really does yeah. highlight how unusual it is to have a really awesome, fun game in front of us. It like, is. Like, that's that's very uncommon these, these recent years. Well, because, I mean, you, you, you two had Elden Ring, mm-hmm. which, which awesome. 
you loved for like a month, if not yeah, two. Probably two or three, actually. I had a long yeah, time and then, on Stormville Angel. And then I, what did I have this year that I that, that did that for me? Nothing. You know, you, no, you, I, you, I liked, did. you liked Horizon. It was good. I liked Horizon. It was, it was good. I enjoyed it. I made it all the way through. But there's been a whole lot of just like, like, yeah, it's pro- okay, well, I don't know if it counts, but, but Proteus was like a sugar rush for the 20 hours I played it. That game was amazing. <laughs> now, there's that, that retro first-person shooter that was literally just... Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. I love that game. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that's been pretty good. Like, Rogue Legacy 2 was pretty good. You really like Rogue was pretty, I did Rogue Legacy. I, I liked it because it's like, it's it's the Rogue Light is so light. It's like a coating. Like a little frosting of rogue light, roguishness that I could play it and enjoy it. Yeah, for me it's been Elden Ring, Darkest Dungeon 2. Sifu I really liked, but I didn't beat. It's so hard. Um, Sifu was really hard. Yes, and, and at the end, but they've got a lot of, I should note, they have a lot of added stuff to Sifu. They have a lot of different difficulty options now. You could probably play C- through Sifu now if you want to. If you've got it downloaded. I think I still do somewhere. Or I can download it again. Um... Yeah, this year is just Elden Ring for me, Darkest Dungeon 2, and God of War. I'm, I'm hoping Callisto Protocol does something for me. but So do I. I, I really do hope that it's... I, yeah, I want it to be good. Good and game, spoopy. Yeah. yeah mm. The hands-on were very positive. What I saw. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, well, Playtale Requiem. I forgot about that. Area of Recency. Oh, yeah, you like that a lot. I liked it a lot, but it, it had... See, it's... God of War is so polished that every once in a while I'll see something like and it was probably a, a weird loading issue. Like I was watching a cutscene and then like it jumped, like it missed a couple of frames, right? Oh. And you noticed it because everything else is perfect. So those yeah. little things jump out at you, but it, I mean, I can't technical detail, technical issues in God of War are there aren't any. The yeah. game runs. God of War is a great example of what makes a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything is excellent. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. Well, listeners, there'll be more God of War spoilers next week. Hopefully Alex. Yeah, hopefully he'll be here to share in some of the spoilage. <laughs> and I can verify that he is a real person that I saw in the flesh. Touched him physically. He actually exists. Has corporeal form. Mm-hmm. He had a Steam Deck with him, but I did not Steam Deck with him, but I did not get have a chance to see it. So I would have oh checked well. that out. I would have forced him to let me play Darkest Dungeon on it. Yeah, I, I should have. His fiance was making fun of him because he like he like apparently he like caresses it and like, like treats it like a teddy bear. So yeah, like, well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. It's I understand. Your baby, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex. Hope your internet comes back. Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh.